Welcome to the Rise Station Podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris, a licensed mental health therapist, bringing you practical wellness tips to improve your mental well-being. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to get notified weekly when a new episode is available. You can also connect with us on Instagram at Restorative Family. Have you ever spent time with someone who never took ownership for their behavior? It was always someone else's fault. If you would not have said this, what you said, I wouldn't have reacted the way I've reacted. Does that sound familiar to you? I can tell you, being a mother of two, that nothing irks me more than when my kids fail to take accountability. You know, my son will score badly on a test and it would be because the teacher doesn't like me or they didn't do their chores because, you know, I was at work and I forgot to remind them. You know, the thing about not taking accountability is that you stay stuck in whatever position you're in because you're going through life like a passenger and no one is around to motivate you and drive you forward. Then you just don't go anywhere. Today's episode, we are discussing how to be more accountable. Before we get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. You know, many of the wealthiest people we know score really, really high on being accountable and taking personal ownership of getting things done and accomplishing tasks. Here are eight habits of highly accountable people that I think we can learn from, right? So highly accountable people, one, take responsibility, right? They take responsibility rather than blaming other people for what they didn't do or what they did wrong or how, you know, that other person messed up this group project. They take responsibility for what they have ownership of. And that's so important because when you take responsibility, the power to fix it is in your control rather than just waiting for someone else to do something else, you know, but if you take responsibility, you're putting yourself in the driver's seat to make change. Number two is they don't make excuses. You know, earlier in my career, I was a um, child welfare case manager and I had to go to court and and plead the cases. And, you know, the, the judge said to me, why wasn't this done? And I had all these different excuses, you know, where the family wasn't available for me to get this task done or whatever I was supposed to be doing, I didn't do. And I had all these different excuses. And, you know, I learned a very lesson. It was, so I felt mortified because I was being embarrassed in front of the whole courtroom. But the judge said, you know, Mrs. Booker, my maiden name at the time, you know, CYOA, cover your own, 
You know what that means, Miss Booker? And and what he said was, you know, no one cares about the excuses. We just want to see the work done. And so that kind of stuck with me. And so, you know, not making excuses, like what was done? Don't settle on, oh, well, this didn't work out and the path wasn't lit perfectly or, you know, this somehow went awry. It's get it done. Make sure you get the outcome done. So successful people, they don't make excuses. They just get it done. Their mission is one to get the task done. Number three is highly accountable people value time. You know, that's a very important commodity, time right? It's very linear. You don't get more of it. So they're very timely in meeting their deadlines. They're very efficient with how they use their time. They don't want to waste their time and timelines are important. So these are some things that we can definitely add is is really leveraging our time. Number four is they take ownership of a task. So when, you know, tasks are, let's say you're at a conference and you're trying to figure out how this work is going to get done, they're going to be the ones to take initiative to volunteer. And once they volunteer for that task, they're going to make sure that every part of that task is done so that when they come back, they can report on the progress that they've made with that task. Number five and the habits of highly accountable people is they manage expectations. So, you know, they want you to have a realistic idea of what you can expect from them. So they're going to give you the scope of the project, what you can expect, the timeline that it's going to take, the the type of communication they're going to give you. Um, So really managing the expectation. If you're in a relationship, it's, hey, here are some of my strengths. Here are some of my areas of development, things of that nature. Number six is they're team players. So they're not looking to shift blame. If things go badly, they're not looking to point the finger like, hey, this person screwed up. That's why we failed as a team. It's like, hey, let's collaborate. Let's work together. Let's try to meet this goal. And they're very encouraging and supportive and they're able to collaborate. Number seven is they manage their emotions. So highly accountable people are graceful under pressure. So there are going to be times where, you know, you could be up against a deadline or, you know, uh, something you can experience some setbacks and these individuals know how to manage their emotions so that they get the job done. Because when you start to lose your cool and entertain negative emotions, you slow the productivity down. So highly accountable people are going to be able to manage their emotions so that they keep everything light so that they can get through to the task because the most important thing is being productive. And number eight is they don't expect praise. They get satisfaction just from completing the project and meeting their goals and expectations. Um, So they're just not doing it just so that they can get a pat on the back or so that they can uh, get accolades. But they're doing these things because they want to challenge themselves because they want to meet the metrics, right? So we can learn a lot from highly accountable people and we can learn to integrate some of that, you know, When we are accountable, 
to ourselves, we get in the driver's seat of our own lives. You know, we set the directions of where we want to go and who we want to be. When we hold ourselves accountable, we are taking ownership of our lives and, and no longer staying stuck in a passive or a victim's mindset where things are just happening around us, just happening to us that we have no control over. If we do not take ownership of our healing journey, we are powerless to, to changing our situation, to changing our circumstances, and we remain stuck. So whenever possible, aim to be accountable for your own healing and your own life goals. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.